What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 317 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week, we're geeking out about Gamescom. Uh, Gamescom, not Gamescon. <laughs> I should know this by now. <laughs> A holiday for you moviegoers out there and the future of Umbrella Academy. Nice. Yeah. Uh, first, we'll get into the video games we've been playing. I played a new game, but LJ just completely crushed my hopes and dreams for this thing, because I was like, this <laughs> is a Pledge Drive game. We need to play this together I, on the Pledge I Drive. I agreed, up until oh, we us, found out. You was, can't. Yeah. Um, it is only local multiplayer. It's called Boomerang Foo. You play as adorable pieces of food, and you throw boomerangs at each other on this like top-down map, and uh, you have to look it up. It's amazing. Um... It's full of chaos. Like you can get your boomerang to be like set on fire. You get like three power ups total. Um, and then so like you have a fire one, but if you throw it and then you run into your line of fire, you will set yourself on fire. Uh, <laughs> you could also set the forest on fire and then just kind of step back and like get everybody. Um, nice. And it's like the first to ten. Like uh, it's games are super super fast, and so it's whoever gets like ten kills first. I think it was ten. Um, but yeah, it's just but complete you, chaos. But you gotta have real life friends. Yeah, you have to have real friends. We don't have those around here. Come on now. No. <laughs> I don't uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought it was only on Switch. It is available on the four big ones: Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, Steam. Um, so yeah, if you uh, have, if you want a good like party game, uh, bringing a bunch of people over, you can have up to eight players, I believe. Uh, it is a lot, a lot of fun. Really, really cool. So I, so I guess you could throw that idea of us playing at the, during a pleasure drive right back, couldn't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love to. It's so, like, early. you throw your boomerang, <laughs> and then if someone else hits your boomerang in midair, which they can do, uh, it'll go flying, and you have to go pick it up, and you're, like, without a weapon. It's chaos. Um, there's one that makes you have multiple uh, boomerangs. Like, you just throw a bunch of them and then they, those can ricochet that's awesome it's madness um, needs an online come on boomerang so, I saw somewhere that if you have it on steam you can do the remote play feature which basically like oh. loads other players in as like multiplayer okay so you can still technically play online but it's not like a proprietary online system yeah I feel like that would generate a lot of lag I feel like yeah, delay. they have to be working on online multiplayer. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of local multiplayer games, but mm-hmm. I think at this point it's become a a bit of a standard to, like, if you're going to have, like, a multiplayer-focused game, yeah. maybe have both options. Right. But I, I definitely say, like, it's good to have local, but both you should good. also have both. Like, I should be able to at play online. At least if it's on Steam. It's 2022. Like, I, I kind of forgive con- consoles a little bit, but if it's on Steam, it's like, well, you're already on Steam. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> you are on an online store. Yeah. Half of it's already done. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You understand the internet. <laughs> you can just 
it's like three more steps, maybe. I'm not a developer. Do not judge me. <laughs> yeah, like, how <laughs> hard could it be? Like, well, like, I'm five years to this, and he's going to be like, that's way harder than you think, Shelly. You're mean. <laughs> I don't mean You that. know the programming that's going to take? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have no idea. We just want to play your game. We really have no idea. Yeah. We just want to play your game. That's what we're saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> LJ, what have you been playing? Okay. Um... I've been playing a few things here. Um, the most notable one is Saints Row, which is okay. the reboot. It's like a, it's like a soft reboot, you know, to the series. Um, it's been getting a lot of flack. Um, I feel like partially for no reason. Um, it's one of those games <laughs> that people just hated on from the first trailer that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you definitely you're not trying to be some like so. It's basically. People are complaining that it's very Gen Z, like trying to appeal to like Gen Z crowd. But it's like, you're just a, f- a group of friends that are struggling to pay rent, and two of them are uh, actually like part of two different gangs in the game. Things happen, and you basically go, okay, well, why are we doing this for other people? Why are we working for other people? Let's just start our own, you know? This just um, sounds like real life. I thought... I mean, doesn't it? I thought um, <laughs> Saints Row was like... Yeah. ridiculous i don't no, want to play a game ridiculous. where it's a struggle for okay. no 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 that's no just... it is so it, it is very ridiculous the stories are like you work for this like military police thing and you're already doing like jumping between cars and taking out helicopters and you know doing all this crazy stuff uh the missions are straight up silly and that's what i like about like versus grand theft auto like i feel like grand theft auto is a lot like south park where it's just poking fun at everybody in the whole world mm-hmm. whereas saint saint's row is more like it's almost like a family guy in a way where it's just like, Hey, we know we're stupid and dumb and we're going to embrace it. You know, like, okay. um, yeah, that makes sense. And that's, that's the best way I can compare it. And it's just, it feels, it feels different. Like I, like, I feel like I'm playing Saints Row knowing that like, yes, it is vulgar. It, it does have some very adult themes in it, but it's straight up just dumb and silly. That's all it wants to be. It's not trying to be this commentary on our world or anything like that. Um, but it's, it's fun and it's, um, it's getting a lot of flack. Uh, one thing which I understand this because it's, you know, reviews, you're not getting the final build most of the time, depending on how big the game is. And mm-hmm. so, like, there was a lot of glitches and things like that, which are being patched out now, um, which there has been multiple patches. And uh, I think people are also upset that it's, like, it's not a game that has really changed since, like, the last couple that have come out. Like, it's still feels like a Saints Row game and it still plays like a Saints Row game. It looks like a Saints Row game and I'm like, yo, that's what I came here for. Like, I don't need it to reinvent the wheel. I just need it to be Saints Row. Um, so I'm okay with it. I think it's fun. I'm I'm enjoying it for what it is. Um, cool. But that's just kind of like my little soapbox that me and a few friends have been on because it's like, no, like this game actually isn't it's not great. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys, oh, this is an 8 or a 9. I'm like, no, it's not great. It's but it's Saints Row. It's fun. So I, I think that maybe people who have played those games in the past are going to enjoy enjoy them, but probably not like a lot of new people. Um, okay. So yeah, that's where I'm at with Saints Row. Cool. Um, and then I did get back into Rocket League, which according to Steam, apparently I have 51 Solid. hours. In, yeah. I have, apparently I have 51 hours in that game. Um, Let's wow. go. Me and, <laughs> me and my cousin have been playing it again, and We've been playing competitively, and, like, we're kind of, like, teetering between, like, gold and silver rank, so it's, like, it's nice to be, like, 
in a rank somewhere that's not like the most basic, you know, <laughs> like so. Right. It's, I feel like I'm playing. So, we're playing solid enough to where it's like we're not winning. We're not winning every game, but we're not losing every game either. Um, I feel like my skills are above average. Um, so it's been fun to get back into because it's been a while since I've played it. It's been uh, a, a bit of time, so I'm always happy to go back to my comfort zone. So that's kind of what I've been up to in gaming. That's awesome. What about you, Shelly? Um, I haven't been playing anything new. Um, I mean, I did play a little bit more of Cult of the Lamb. There were some patches that came out, but um, mm-hmm. it did fix some of the issues I was having, but then I kept running into other soft-blocking issues, so played it for a little bit, put it back on the shelf. Um, but at least there's some updates, right? At least there's some yeah, patches Yeah, they're working on it, yeah. The Switch. They're, yeah, which is good, because before, when I first got it, I was just like, I haven't heard anything. Like, what's going to happen? But anyway, um, but what I did do is I booted up Persona 5 Royal again, um, I'm still trying to 100% that game, so and I, it's very much going to be like a slow, long grind, right? So um, I just got through the second palace, so that's how far I am there. Um, and that game is still just so fun. But I love that it it's is. just one thing where, yeah, whenever I'm in the mood, I can just pick it up and play it. I have a goal. I got you know things I got to do. Um, but what I didn't realize is that there's a lot of if. There's so much that gets carried over in New Game Plus, and I keep, mm. like, learning of new things. So what I learned was that there's actually a lot of skills and abilities um, that you get from social links with people. Because if you don't know, in this game, uh, and, and actually most Persona games post, maybe just at least five and four, probably three, except I don't know, and I don't know about the others. So I guess don't quote me on this. I think but three, at least three definitely game, does. Okay, cool. Yeah. The, the, At least the in this game. Stuff. Yeah. You get there's social links, you you know, you connect with your the characters in the game, some of them which are in your party, some of which are not. But when you get closer with these people, you actually gain abilities that can help you out either um, just in your regular life or a lot of times when you're battling. Mm-hmm. So which is all very cool. What I didn't realize is that when I max ranked uh, a lot of those characters in my last playthrough, which I did not max rank everyone, um, but I did max rank quite a few people. What I didn't realize is that a lot of those abilities, not all of them, actually carry over to New Game Plus, hmm. which is really cool. So, because I really want to max rank everybody, um, which I guess is part of the whole like 100%ing thing. But what's cool is that I'm like, okay, well, I've already 100%ed these characters, and they had really, really good abilities, which is why I wanted to 100% them. Um, but now I don't feel the need to have to do it again and like waste time i can like really focus on the ones i have not been able to get max rank with so that's cool but also it's like i'm so early on the game that's like i don't even know necessarily what to spend my time on because usually it's like you have to spend your time giving your social skills up but my social skills mm-hmm. are already maxed out there's all the people i can meet up with are people i already maxed out in my last game like as i was saying like i don't really need to hang out with them again so (laughs) really i'm having to just go to do uh the baseball pit or like playing baseball because there's a little baseball mini game uh, yeah and you can swing and just hit balls as long as you want to at least in the evening i think you only get a couple chances in the daytime but one of the trophies in the game is to get 30 home runs so i need to like do that but i can't like do it for technically if i was trying to be incredibly um what's the word like if i just didn't want to waste time with my days that i have in persona 
probably would be ideal, optimal. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know why I forgot this word. I'm having trouble speaking tonight, but <laughs> optimally it would make the most sense for me just sit down and get all home runs in one single go. But like, I cannot, it is too hard for me. <laughs> like I cannot get home runs consistently at all. I don't know. There's like a seeker or something maybe, but I don't know it. Um, and I just kind of lose my mind. It's very monotonous. So <laughs> kind of just like going back every once in a while. Um, that and there's like a bathhouse that I did not go to enough in the first time around. And all it does is increase your charm. So my charm's already maxed, but there's a trophy that you have to go there 15 sometimes. So now I'm having to go back there. So mm. it's just not, interesting not trying to trophies. figure out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's been interesting trying to figure out how to spend my time because there's certain things that the game kind of tries to point you to. Mm. Saying like, hey, you should get a job, make money, up these skills, you should go here, you should hang out with these people. But for me, it's like, I don't really need to do these things. I just want to do things that actually help me get the trophies. So that's yeah. been fun. Um, but uh, that's it for me. I really haven't done anything new. Nice. Cool. Well, we get into the gaming news then. LJ, you said that you didn't kind of just chose the big ones from Gamescom. Yeah, so it's it's really weird. Like, there was... You know, like, there was a lot of trailers for stuff we already knew about. Some trailers for some, like, small, smaller, like, cool-looking stuff. But, I don't know. There just really wasn't a lot that I'm like, ooh, I need to talk about this on the podcast. Um, so yeah, I was one... a little disappointed. I was hoping... I, I didn't really keep super yeah. on top of Gamescom news, but I just thought, well, if something really huge comes out of Gamescom, I'm gonna figure it out somehow, we, and I we heard didn't... nothing. Yeah, like, we <laughs> didn't nothing. get an... an El we didn't get an Elden Ring level announcement this time, which no. is what we did, like, last Gamescom. That's when they revealed the, like, release date and everything of that. Um, yeah, it's, which is interesting. But... Yep. Um, mm -hmm. The thing that we got here, I believe that is most... one of the most intriguing and weirdest things is that uh, there's a game called Lies of P that's coming out next year, and it's a Bloodborne like Souls like, um, and it's based on the Pinocchio. It's like based in the Pinocchio universe. Such a weird concept. The Pinocchio <laughs> universe. Yes. Um. I. I honestly. Oh, I'll gosh. be honest. I haven't really seen a lot for this. The I know PCU. there's there's like there's new trailers out for it and stuff, but I'm like. Uh, people are, are are wanting are clamoring for more Bloodborne, and at this point, like we've just been getting games that are like Souls likes and that have been you know like close but not the thing they want. Um, but I feel like this game is the thing that's probably getting closest. Uh, so it's that gothic horror style look to it. Um, Reminds me of Bloodborne. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's what I was just saying. Is that it's very Blood Bloodborne influenced. Like, yeah. it's crazy to think that that game has been out long enough. And there's been no, like, 4K, PS5 updates or whatever. There's been no sequel, which people have been wanting a sequel. But, like, that's been out long enough to where people are already making games that are, like, inspired by that, you know? So somebody said, like, oh, there's no Bloodborne, but I'm going to make this game that's, that's like it, you know? Or that bears some resemblance to it. So... Um, that is coming out next year, and it is, uh, I believe it's confirmed that it will come to PC ga uh, PC and Xbox Game Pass uh, day one. Cool. Um, so yeah, uh, people can play that when it drops on Game Pass. Um, the other thing that I wanted to put out there, just because like, I'm personally excited for it, and this will be like the first brand new release that me and my nephew can enjoy together, um, but Sonic Frontiers actually has a release date. 
um, for oh, November. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. November 8th. Um, cool. So I'm excited. Um, I like that everything. it looks like old school Sonic. Like, it's got the weirdness that Sonic 06 had. Hopefully yeah, no human it, kissing. But... It, no, no, no. It is oh kind of like... <laughs> It looks like they're still using that same part, partially that same engine that they've been using since like Sonic Colors. Yeah. Because there was there was like the parts where it would switch to like two D, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of like the stuff we saw out of like Sonic Forces, I guess, is most relevant. Um, yeah. But like, so there is going to be like levels they've said, and there's going to be like open stories. areas. Yeah. Um, it looks like there's an interesting new like force he's having to deal with. It doesn't like I haven't seen Robotnik anywhere yet. Yeah, pretty um, crazy. But it looks it looks cool. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm surprised that, they haven't done this yet. Like it looks like uh, Mario 64's like the sandbox sandbox levels, right? So you mm-hmm. go in and you get kind of a 3D world, um, but not it's not like a linear level this time or a th- like you know a wider 3D. I don't know. It's gonna be weird. Um, yep. Those big. I was gonna say he's destroying the weird arm club. Yep. Did you guys see that trailer? He like got hit in the arm, and he's like had a weird arm, and I'm just like, yes. oh, he's destroying that club. Yep. <laughs> I just like, think oh, that's I'm, funny. I'm yeah. I, I like that trend. I'm such a huge yeah. fan of Princess Monoke that like yeah. honestly, anytime anyone uses like that trope, yep. I love it. It's it's a good fun <laughs> yep. trope. Like, like oh my gosh, cry. my arm is evil. Like Devil May Cry and stuff like that. Like yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I love it all. It's, it's <laughs> like Breath of the Wild too. Doesn't he got a weird? thing going on yeah i think so yes exactly um, so i'm like very hyped for that man <laughs> can we please please can we get more game breath of the wild 2 news like yeah. we went through all the major announcement shows over the oh, summer there's and supposed got to be nothing a, there's supposed to be a treehouse i think at some point i didn't know if that was confirmed or not um okay i really hope so but uh yeah so i'm excited for sonic frontiers the uh the gamestop has a sweet looking steelbook like if you pre-order it, so I'm like, I want that steelbook. Um, I already know I'm spending money on two copies of this game, um, and I'm gonna wait till I'm probably gonna wait till Christmas to give it to my nephew, so that like by the time he gets it, like I'm gonna know all about this game. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm I'm excited. It's just uh, it's gonna be a fun time. I think um, as I get to enjoy that, and I feel like I've really been embracing. I'm like. I don't care if people talk crap about Sonic. I love Sonic. It's my childhood. Yeah, no, I think... <laughs> again, yeah, I like how mm-hmm. it's gonna have maybe open-world-esque elements. And they're trying some new things. World, so. yeah. yeah, exactly. It's yep. I, That's why I encourage, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't even need to be 100% open-world. Yeah. As long as it has some of those elements, it can really help your game. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then the last piece of news... I want to. I wanted to mention that's not Gamescom related necessarily, but Sony has acquired a mobile uh, game studio. Um. So, so weird. They have they have said that they want to get back. They want to have a mobile division. I guess they're working on a mobile division, mm-hmm. which is also weird to me because it's like this isn't their first time they've tried that. You know, like yeah, they had the the phone thing that they did. Hey, play, uh, what they what they were called like PlayStation Minis, and there were these things. They were like small indie games you could play on your PSP or your or your phone if you had one of the like special phones or whatever. I want more of. Do you remember the original Watch Dogs where you could get on your phone and you could mess with someone else's game? Oh yeah, that was like a companion oh app too. Oh my gosh! Too. Yeah, it was such <laughs> so a cool was, concept. Yeah, so 
Give me that more was of during that. an that was during an age of like companion app games. I remember one of the Assassin's Creed games had a companion app in which like you can actually look at the map and look at like the things you need to do like mm-hmm. without without like having to hit like pause or whatever. That's um, a cool idea. Mm-hmm. I used um, it, I think, a little bit. Was it Red Dead Two? I think did it. Red Dead. I think the first Red Dead might have had it. I, I don't remember. Red Dead Two had a companion app, and I was using it for. Did my they have one? Interesting. I know something did because that sounds familiar. Anyways. You know what? Red Red Dead might have actually had something like that. Red Dead Two. Now that I think about it. Um, but no, like this is like straight up games. Like they're saying that they want to make like a triple A action release, um, on our phones. It did. Uh, right. So let's see. Um, it's called I think Savage Game Studios is the name, and it comes. I think it's a staff of like a bunch of people who have like worked for other big companies. Mobile phones um, work really well for RPGs, and I wish that more RPGs that weren't this weird pay-to-win type stuff mm-hmm. would be made. Um, like, I'll just pay fifteen dollars for a small indie RPG if you let me. Mm-hmm. I just well, like um, I, uh, what is it? Apple Arcade has oh, is it Fantasian or something like stuff like that? And I think it's like a turn-based thing too, but it's stuff like that. I think is perfect for mobile. Um, yeah. There was what's that game called? I played it a little bit. Uh, it was a Chrono Trigger. It was a Chrono Trigger Creators. Someone will know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But the story kept going and going, which was annoying. Like it didn't really ever end. And then mm. you had to pay for new characters. And I was like, I don't want to pay for new characters. I just want to yeah. like, play a oh, game some kind on of my funky phone. Paywall. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I wish games could be more that way on phones. Like I mm-hmm. know there's some, but like if you do that, yeah. people will come. They just need to get away from this mobile money mindset. Which is, I was going to say, uh, they should look at Nintendo and find and see what went wrong with Nintendo's mobile mobile games. Mm-hmm. Though I did like Mario Run. What went wrong with Nintendo's mobile games? I mean, like, I don't know. Like, they just haven't been that successful. Like They've made so much I mean, money. I mean, they've made money, I guess, but, like... <laughs> That's all they know. care about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be fair. I don't know. Like, it's just like we may not like the Nintendo mobile games, but they made so much money Nintendo doesn't care. That's the problem. I guess that's like, really good. Like, like I've not heard of it anything I've not heard of any any anybody say anything positive about a few Nintendo like Nintendo games. Like ex- yeah. aside from a few people like us. Like Magikarp Jump was that was weirdly addicting. Mario Run, I liked Mario Run. I played the crap out of that. Um I, I guess those. I was thinking of like Fire Emblem Heroes, and I was yeah. Well, Fire Emblem Heroes was see, and that's the thing is like I think I'm thinking of stuff one. like Pocket Camp and like the Mario Kart one. Oh yeah, are, the Mario Kart one. Because yeah. there are Pocket a few. Camp I think, could have been a companion thing to the new Animal yes. Crossing. It would have been really cool. Could have been. Uh, yeah, like, and so I think that's huge. what more. That's what I'm thinking of more is like the last couple recent ones are I think were the ones that were like people had problems with. Another Eden um, is the name of that train. RPG I was talking about. Another Eden. Um, the art style is oh, yeah. not great, but I heard the story is amazing. Um, but yeah, they oh, want you to buy characters. What was that? What dumb. was that RPG one that N- Nintendo did too? That one they lasted have a, for a couple of years. I'm trying to remember. They have an it's Octopath like, uh, out. That seems interesting. Oh, the Square. Oh, I yeah. About that. Uh, I know oh. which one you're talking about because they did like. They did a crossover with Fire Emblem. Right crossover now. with Fire Emblem and oh, <laughs> dang, I don't remember. Oh, cause that one went strong for a few years, but I think it might be. Uh... I have a cool controller for my phone, and I can never use it on anything. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um. 
Yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm trying to remember though, but I want PlayStation to actually maybe like put some solid like video game style things instead of like money grabbers. Yeah, like you were saying. I would love that would be awesome. Back in the day, we're talking about companion stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day, GameCube, you could have the Game Boy Advance hookup, and I remember like I could take my Chows with me. Uh, oh on yeah, trips from Sonic Adventure Two, bring that full circle, and then I could play with my like train my Chows on my trips, and uh, <laughs> so. Like make mobile games like that that it's like it's a full game in itself, mm-hmm. or like a Pokemon to Pokemon Stadium, full yes. game in itself, and then you can like hook that up to your Sony account on whatever new game you're playing, mm-hmm. and then it like data transfers over. You get a new item or you get a character from mm-hmm. your phone or whatever. That'd be cool, man. Someone should pay yep. me. Anyway, um, that's <laughs> I got ideas, Sony. Of... That's just kind of what's been happening with Sony um, and their mobile market. That's like fresh news, I think, as of like the last couple of days. So yes. we'll see what happens. I have ideas, with that. Sony, but they're mostly for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we can move on. Cool. Uh, we'll get into the movies then. Um, none of us watched a movie. This Did week. none of us watch a movie? <laughs> Summer's oh, been no. weird, and we'll talk about it's this in a little bit. It's our fault. They're having National Theater Day. Yeah. Or whatever. We'll now, talk, we're going to talk about. <laughs> we're going to talk about it in just a minute. Um, but I get, Shelly, you were saying, like, movie theaters have been at the lowest point. But I can't, like, there's been nothing that I've been like, I have to go see that. And then um, I think last week I watched, like, for a two, while. though. You know, like, or the previous yeah. week. Yeah. So. You go to the yeah. theater a lot more. I haven't That's since not... the pandemic really yeah. gone to theaters like I used to. We used to go every week. Yeah. And then, um, like, this weekend, I didn't even, I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't even stream this weekend. I just, like, stayed inside and just relaxed. So, you know, like. Which is good. The releases are just definitely, like, I don't know. The releases aren't as big as they mm-hmm. used to be. It's hard because we are we got so used to um, streaming, mm-hmm. over, especially with the pandemic. Like, mm-hmm. those kind of coincide where it's like, we had the pandemic, slash, I guess it's still kind of going, but um, people got really, really used to being able to just stay home and, like, stream whatever they want. Yeah. And going to the theater was kind of dangerous i also have and movies. then it kind of got to a point where it's like even if there's movies coming out in the theater well oh it's also coming out on streaming yeah. services yeah because like stuff comes out pretty quickly with like theater at home and then it's like i think of like i still have movies i buy on sale on voodoo all the time that like i still haven't watched like i bought the yeah. northman like a month ago and i'm like i haven't even watched that yet <laughs> um so yeah that's true. And at least for me, I feel like I've been watching way more shows than I have movies at this point. And part of that could also just be because all these shows, original shows, come into streaming services. You don't have to get a cable like, service just mm-hmm. to watch random shows. You can just binge watch shows. Why spend and some of them are two hours great. watching a movie when you could spend two hours watching a show? Mm-hmm. You know? So, I don't know. All theories. Don't actually know. I'll let you segue that into the news if you want, Shelly. Exactly, yeah. I was just going to say, all all this being said, um, there's a couple theaters, not just a couple theaters, I just mean a couple theater companies around the nation that are sort of coming together and creating a National Cinema Day because the last two weekends (laughs) were the lowest box offices for 2022, just the last couple weekends, and... Part of that could just be because of what movies are in there. Part of it could be what we've just been talking about. Part of it could be because tickets are still mm-hmm. pretty expensive. Because that's an entire other layer that we didn't even talk about. It's not just the yep. luxury of being yeah, able to be it's home. Pricey. It's the tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously you pay for streaming services. But when it's subscription-based, you don't really think about it every day, you know, when you're buying the ticket. Um, so 
kind of at an effort to try to bring people back into theaters, um, especially after such terrible box office weekends. Um, these theaters are having this National Cinema Day. I believe it's September 3rd, and you can buy a ticket for a movie for only $3, which is a really good deal. So mm-hmm. there's a couple of movies available for this. I think it's just the movies that are in theater, right? So, mm-hmm. um, well, we have a Spider-Man No Way Home back. Um, they basically add stuff, so you can watch that again. Yeah. Yeah. There's also League of Super Pets, Beast, Bullet Train, Dragon Ball Superhero, uh, which is what we already, or Dragon Ball Super Superhero, sorry, uh, which is what we <coughs> talked about last week a little bit, about how mm-hmm. that really is what's been making any money in the box office recently. I know, everyone's talking mm-hmm. about Dragon Ball. It's wonderful. And actually, I think that's it. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty exciting. Um, I know, oh, maybe that was just one type of, one company. I know Rogue One was in theaters for a little bit like this last oh, week. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. I didn't know if that applied here, but probably not. But my, I mean, you um, can always check your theater. I think it's 3,000 theaters are doing this. Mm-hmm. And my own little small theater next to my house is doing it too, which is exciting. Like That's cool. Because that, like, I was worried about that theater when COVID happened because I'm like, this is a small yeah. theater. Is it going to even last? But they're doing this too. Um, I, I mean, thought the Spider-Man was... No Way Home thing was real dumb, but for $3? Exactly. Yeah, for, for mean, $3, like that's a good enough, time. It could mm-hmm. be fun, and I totally think that's valid. I think mm-hmm. it can be valid to... I mean, my local theater sometimes will... Actually, I think every summer they have like a Studio Ghibli series, right? Well, they'll bring... They'll just have Studio Ghibli movies you could just like mm. watch in theaters. And I think it's really cool. I haven't actually been able to go do it, but yeah. I want to. They'll just... You know, every week is a different movie, so... And, and I think that's honestly what... Stuff like yeah. this and stuff like that theaters are gonna have to just do because people don't really care about new movies anymore i don't I mean, know it's it's this, oh i was gonna say this is a good group of movies for three dollars like if you want to go see yeah. dragon ball for three dollars that's that's a pretty decent watch like for that price bullet yeah. train is also a fun watch um beast i haven't seen yet but i've heard decent things about it um i just feel like this is a solid group like you're not gonna have a week a weekend like this during some big blockbuster release. For um, sure, for sure. So I think this is a good weekend to do this. Yeah, yeah. and of course it is Labor Day weekend. You know, I know I'm gonna Ooh, be out of town. Other yeah, we'll be out of town. That's, um, but that's if a good you're point too. Not leaving, or maybe you are going out of town and just feel like watching a movie. Uh, you can look into this and see if that's an option at the local theater because that could be fun. And I don't necessarily want theaters to go away, um, but it is not looking so great for theaters in the future just regarding streaming services experience Um, i love the experience yeah but then it's like (laughs) streaming services are also kind of being sketchy too we talked about hbo max and them just pulling stuff and now you can just not access any of that material yeah Uh, i don't know media is crazy um but that's that uh the other two things i want to talk about very very small bits of news Uh, we have an image revealed for hocus pocus 2 I know yeah. we mentioned Hocus Pocus 2. Or Someone's Hocus excited Pocus, about it, Hocus Pocus sure. getting a sequel. It's yeah, yeah. nostalgic for me, for sure. Yeah, and it's... I'm pretty sure just coming directly to Disney+, Plus. but either way, we have our first image, and it's of Billy Butcherson, who's like that zombie. So he's back. Um, I totally forgot about him in the first movie, I think, because all I remember from the first movie... I've seen it in the last, like, year or two, but the only things I remember from the movie are the three witches, and that's probably... 
I don't know. That's probably not very surprising. <laughs> that's all everyone ever talks about anyway. But anyway. I mean, that's <laughs> been the marketing back. for the second one. It's like, I don't know who else is in this movie except for this character and the witches. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And honestly, they may be the only recurring characters. I wouldn't be surprised if it's an entirely different new set of children. Same. Or whatever yeah. um, that they're harassing. But they do of. have the It's older just the same children from the from... movie. They're all adults. They're like, just why like won't you old... leave us alone? That would be. I guess eh, that could be enjoyable. But I just assume they're gonna have an entire <laughs> like an adult version to where they act actively like take weapons to him and like try to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I, I want it. Gritty reboot. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but the shot looks good, and honestly, if anything, it's just kind of getting me excited for Halloween season coming. This is Halloween. This yet, is Halloween. But I'm already kind of ready for fall and this is kind of a reminder for that like oh yes i can watch spooky movies and it's yep. not weird so <laughs> there's that um and then the last thing is we got a little snippet little news a uh, little i don't even know what you call it post literally an instagram post from the director for godzilla versus kong yeah, right. uh, the sequel and he just posted saying that we're showing production. It's kind of a fun little video. You could hear uh, Godzilla and Kong screaming in the background. They're just going, <laughs> ah! And he's like, oh, gotta, they're here. I gotta go. I gotta go get them. Also, <laughs> Shelly so, accidentally said Kongzilla earlier before we started the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I Googled it, and I was not let down. I just want to throw that out there. That's awesome. Is it actually like a mix between Kong and Godzilla? Is yeah, like, it's or is it scaly. Like being shipped? It's like a big Kong. No. No, it's not a okay, ship. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, it's like scaly like Godzilla, and it's got a long neck like Godzilla, but Kong's face on that lizard, <laughs> lizard head. And then That's he's amazing. got the big biceps and arms of uh, of Kong. It looked wonderful. <laughs> That's awesome. But Toy anyway, apparently. that's... For those who are really excited for that movie, it's... I'm a sucker. I, I'm like, I'm raising my hand here. Like, yeah, I was yeah, excited until I knew that Kongzilla was a thing. It's. I'm, I'm just like, we don't absolutely need this, but I do... No, absolutely, absolutely not. Like, They're going to team up in we, this, I read, too. We Yes, we absolutely do not need this, but I'm also just like... I'm I'm bu I'm buckling in. I'm ready Our kaiju action's always fun. Yes, I'm ready know. for the ride. There's no harm. <laughs> That's all our news. Cool. We will get into TV news then. Um, not TV news. We'll get into what we're watching. <laughs> How to do it. <laughs> Shelly, what while. are you watching? I am still watching through TMNT. Cool. But nice. we are almost on season four. Like We're really close to getting to season three. And I don't think we're going to watch all of it. Because so, I've asked Daniel, I'm like, uh, when should we like watch? And I think he said, minimum, we need to watch through season three, but we could watch season four. But probably after that, we don't need to watch. So, Have you we'll, seen we'll Ren into Usagi yet? Any? Yes. Yes, I love Usagi. Yeah. The, the, the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that dude's no, my favorite. He's got, his own, he's got his own comic series and everything. Heck yeah. Yep. So, that's cool. Yeah, there's... It's still, it's still fun to watch. I think it's funny how they did the multiverse thing before Marvel. They did the, the multiverse thing before. Yeah, they did all this multiverse stuff before. Yep. Like, we just watched these episodes where <laughs> it's honestly such a ridiculous show. But it's fun. Like, it's yeah. a good type of ridiculous where, like, you got these villains who fell into this weird 
phenomenon in the sky, and then they merge into becoming one villain. They exist purely for revenge. Like, they're the pettiest guys you've ever met, and they just want Leonardo and Splinter to suffer for some reason. And so they're like, found a way to control time, and then they yeet all of the turtles into other, uh, like, multiverses, other universes, and it's just so funny. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, they basically drop into what if episodes. We got like, nice. Mikey yeah. went into one where the turtles are all superheroes and um, Donatello went into one where it's like a post-apocalyptic future where Shredder yep. actually like rules the world. And it's like really messed up and it's all very fun. I love that kind of cheese, um, but it's also just so incredibly ridiculous. It, it's might as well be anime at this point. Right, because okay. yeah, by the end, I, I can see that. Yeah, it's like they they fight against this again. It's two villains in one body. It's a combined man and dragon man. So it's a big <laughs> man dragon man who can control time, but then also gets another really powerful object that can do other things apparently and then they end up defeating him and all this stuff sorry for spoilers it's a 2003 show but (laughs) it's just crazy it's fun it's it's crazy but also i just think it's funny how it's like yeah multi multi multiverses is not a new concept they did it before and honestly i would argue that they do it better than mcu at this point because i'm way more interested in these other universes um, than they did in like Multiverse of Madness. I didn't spicy. care about the other universes Take- in Multiverse of Madness. What if was somewhat interesting, right? I You're think making me want to watch Ninja Turtles, and I don't. <laughs> that should be. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I that it, that 2003 series is actually is really good though. It really is. Like it's fun. So yeah. funny. Kind of slaps. But I, anyway, yeah. that's 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 what uh, where I'm at there. But again, as soon as we finish this, we're gonna be a uh, dude in Teen Titans, and I'm very excited for that. Nice. Cool. What about you, LJ? Oh, uh, let's see. So, um, the other show I've been watching other than She-Hulk mm-hmm. is... Uh, I started picking up My Hero Academia again. Ooh. Uh, basically, right where I left off. And I feel like I left off somewhere in, like, season three, I think. I think they're getting into, like, season five or something now, too. Um, in, like, October. So, I'm, like, catching up. Uh, but I feel like I'm going to get on a big anime kick here pretty soon because... Pretty soon I'm going to start playing that One Punch Man game too, and I need to catch up on One Punch Man. <laughs> uh, Which One Punch Man game? The the hero nobody knows. Is that the fighting game? Yes. It's so bad. I know it's bad. I'm, I'm going to be okay. streaming that. I'm gonna, <laughs> it's per, yeah, no, I, I know that it's... All it's, right, as long as you yeah. know. I got it. I'm going to be streaming <laughs> it just for comedy purposes on, on, my, own, okay. on my own channel. Like, I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be bad. Yeah, because yeah. Okay. if it's Perfect. anything, if, I think it's from the same people that did Jump Force, and that game was rough too. So I'm just like that doesn't surprise me. I'm gonna give it a shot and see. Like I don't know how long I'm gonna be playing it, but I'm just like I feel like I should be catching up on One Punch Man as well before I play that. So I don't know. I'm gonna I think on One Punch Man game. got confirmed for a third season. Ooh, nice! Recently, I saw that. Awesome. I heard that news. So I plan on getting a big getting on a big anime kick here pretty soon because apparently October has a bunch of releases too. Like Chainsaw Man is coming out and like. There's oh a lot gosh, of other yeah. there's a lot of other big like anime that are I think Spy Family Part Two is coming out in October as well so it's like I'm 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 revving up for a, for a, for a kick here so sweet cool. yeah love so, to hear it and then um, 
I don't know. I guess we can talk about She Hulk. You want to talk about She Hulk? Yeah, not much we can we get can into say, that. I guess. Yeah, um, it's kind of. I don't know. It's more of episode one, but less Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like. I like the show. Um, which I didn't expect Mark Ruffalo in it. Like, to be honest, one of the best jokes not, is made in this show out of any MCU thing ever. I don't even want to spoil that. Yeah, because it's. But I will say that <laughs> it was gold. It's like, it was. The best joke. Just a quick one-liner, um, everybody. Not not that thing yes. to worry about. Don't want to overhype. But it's it. it's but it so good. good that yeah, it's it's just one of those things. I'm like, I'm not gonna spoil it. Here, yeah, because it's, it's great. You gotta the be there. only thing I know from She-Hulk so mm. far is one. There was a picture like when the first episode, I want to say, was um, first released, and it was like a it was like screenshots of her talking about like how she can handle her anger really well um, mm. because she's a woman, which I'm not gonna comment on per se um but that and weird edits of her clapping with weird noises on her clapping like oh, the taco bell noises or that's the vine funny. boom or that's... the alarm <laughs> default alarm noise for like iphone and it's really funny weird. but those are the only two things <laughs> I, I know the scene i know the <laughs> scene that that you're referring to yeah she's like yeah. clapping and like creating sound waves and but it's like edited i think faster i'm pretty sure it's uh, edited to be way faster so it looks really weird and funny but people just edit weird sounds on top of that and that's hilarious see so. see part of me part of me wants to explain the context but i'm not going to just no so you that, probably don't so, yeah. so that way when you say that way when you do watch it you'll be like oh i get yeah, it yeah this yeah. is something that i think a lot of people are going to miss uh, and there's a lot of news stories about it but i think it's really cool if you you freeze a frame um, in it, I'm going to mention this because most people are going to miss this. No one's going to read it. Mm-hmm. It is she's on I a computer it. and it's in like the side of a news website, news blog that she's on. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And it just simply says that a man with claws gets in bar fight, or man gets in bar fight with metal claws, something like that. Anyways, Wolverine. No way. Teased. Wolverine. I was no like, way. Ah! Pretty oh, cool. Pretty um, the, uh, I definitely didn't catch it in are, the show. The Eternals finally got a nod too. Yeah, yeah. Why is there a giant statue of a <laughs> man sticking out of the ocean? They the finally bring that up. Kind yeah. of. Holy cow! It's I mean, been it's so li- long. <laughs> <laughs> they should have brought that up immediately. Little, yeah. Tiny little blurb, a side headline on a on a news blog. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm I like I still don't have a problem with this show. I know people do, um, but I know some people do or and just got kind of man on it. But I I'm on board with it so far. It's just existing it's for me right now. I'm watching it. it it's fun. It's it's achieving the thing that I knew or I expected it would so yeah. far. Um, but we are rev- we are getting into some big things hap- that are probably going to yeah. be happening. So I think once that kind of gets rolling, that's whenever the show. But it start won't rolling. because that's how Marvel TV shows work. Yeah, I mean we it'll do build still up have... to that like last episode, and then everything will be answered super super fast. In the last what episode. what is it like eight yeah, episodes now though? Yeah, I don't remember. I think it's we're getting uh, which also that last episode felt like it flew by super fast yeah it was I'm like was like, that, that was, was way too quick I think it was only a 30 minute episode so they could have done a two episode premiere the week before and that would have been fine yeah uh, but it's fun it's good um, yeah I, I'm enjoying it though the other thing I've been yeah. watching uh, and this is going to be kind of I don't know, controversial is House of the Dragon, which is the Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is such a weird spot, or was. Um, it always kind of it blew my mind because Game of Thrones was this like, like all Christians were like, can't watch Game of Thrones. It has the nudities. And then the last season came out, 
in everybody, including like every Christian personality, was talking about watching the finale. Is that the one with the character in multiverses? I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> Arya Stark from oh it was such so a weird thing, <laughs> phenomenon for me, Everybody because I was like, yeah, even on the podcast, I was like, I probably shouldn't talk about Game of Thrones. Like, don't want anyone, like, you know, judging the podcast because I'm watching the show. And then yeah. everybody was like, oh, no, we've been watching the whole time. We've just been quiet about it. Um, mm-hmm. Be the real you. Uh, <laughs> don't. We're a bunch don't... of heathens. We're playing Saints Row and watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, and, um, and, and find cult, cult games. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's gonna unfollow. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, House of the Dragon. It seems to. I don't want to promise this, um, but it seems to tame down the nudity a little bit so far. There's a brothel in the first episode, um, and so there's nudity there, uh, which kind of mm. makes sense. Uh, the second episode, I don't believe there was any nudity at all, which is exciting. That's cool. Yeah, um, Matt Smith. Matt Smith is one of the characters, um, and he is doing amazing, and I'm so proud of him because the last few movies I've seen him act in, I've been like, "Yeah, buddy." Morbid <laughs> time. What's up with Game of Thrones having to kidnap every British actor or British famous person? <laughs> because they have to do an accent. And put them. They have the Game of Thrones accent. Yeah, I just think it's funny. I there's an actor think... in this. I can't remember his name, but I was amazed that he wasn't in the first game of thrones because he's in every medieval thing i've ever watched yeah i just when i think of i think of game of thrones i never watched any like game of thrones at all really at all but there was apparently one episode where a clip i saw with ed sheeran i'm just like yeah it's so funny to me (laughs) like game of thrones is like mcu mcu kidnaps every actor ever whereas game of thrones kidnaps specifically british actors i just think it's funny is this slash what's Ed Sheeran is an actor he's just a famous guy what yes Graham McTavish is who I'm thinking of he's in like any medieval thing ever made that name does sound familiar and I'm like I can't believe he's not in wasn't in the first Game of Thrones um no really really excited about Matt Smith he uh he's playing a very serious role it's not goofy I feel like with Morbius he was bait like he basically had to be the doctor but evil homie was doing that one for the check yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> He's really from having. From what I heard, this. from like that two people who watched it, he like played his heart out, kind of like he tried really hard and was like having. A he good was time. the doctor, mm-hmm. but with like yeah. but a bad guy. Evil intentions. Yeah, yeah exactly. he was goofy Which, and like he's not what? goofy in this at all. He plays this like that's fine. Uh, real tough. Um, I don't want to give anything away. Um, but he's like the knight that does the joust, and he he does dirty moves in the joust because he's big and bad he's a bad guy yeah tough guy um so really really enjoying his character it's really cool but that said there is nudity um it is more game of thrones if you were uncomfortable with game of thrones house of the dragon one it's gonna make much sense to you because it's a prequel to the game of thrones series um i would definitely assume that you should watch that before you watch this um and two like i said it's it's just more game of thrones so if you didn't like Mm. that probably not going to want to watch this at all uh, same content uh, okay. but yeah i feel much more comfortable talking about it after everybody and their mom was talking about game of thrones finale when it came out <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it was weird. like a cultural phenomenon and it was like yep us were kind of or not necessarily us but just like yeah christians in general a lot of us were like yeah maybe i just don't i don't know putting a boundary there right yeah, yeah totally perfectly fine to put a boundary but it's so funny how 
that used to be the only sort of critique anyone would say about Game of Thrones was like, yeah, it's a lot of nudity. Just don't feel comfortable about that, which again, totally valid. But then immediately anytime anyone brings up Game of Thrones now, like literally everyone's like, oh, wow, that finale sucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's so finale. funny. But it's also like, it just reminds me how you always, I don't know why, this is a this is definitely a tangent, so I apologize for just like okay. making this show go longer. Um, but it does remind me how many times people will get like tattoos or like make a really serious like commitment to something that's related to Game of Thrones or ga- or just like a show in general, right? They'll be like, <laughs> this is my favorite it. character, I'm gonna get a tattoo of this person or I'm gonna name my or People name their kids kid. Daenerys. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm like, <laughs> this is a, it's a lesson, it's just a reminder. You have to wait a long time. I would I would personally even say you have to wait a long time until after that series or book yeah. series or movie has been around and finished for you to like make those commitments because like at this point I think like after I left Airbender might be safe, <laughs> but then again they're creating content in the future, so it's kinda of like, yeah, well, I don't bad. know. But all I'm saying is like Harry Potter, like everyone hates JK Rowling now. So do, do you regret your Harry Potter tattoo? I don't know. Maybe people do. It's just yeah. like crazy to me. It's like I that's what it's like <laughs> it's so scary to like try to get something such I, I think of tattoos as kind of the main like big permanent thing I think of or yeah like name your kid <laughs> it's like Daenerys by the way I know I said that weird I don't want to know him, like that's how he said that name <laughs> oh it's okay um but it's, it's like it's like the people that get their significant others name tattooed on them exactly yeah <laughs> it's, it's the like same thing. Uh, mine's the opposite I... I wanted for the longest time the not of this world logo tattooed and I'm so glad that I didn't do that <laughs> because nobody rant. knows what not of this world is anymore <laughs> Yeah, wow. I don't know. I'm just, I, every once in a while, really, really want a video game related tattoo. I just think it'd be so cool. And then I think of situations like this, or, you know, any media, I just, you know, video games, just one example, but like any sort of media, like get a tattoo of it. But then I think of situations like Game of Thrones, like, probably shouldn't. Yeah. Probably shouldn't do that thing. Get something that's eternal, or get something that means nothing. No in between. Yeah. No in between. <laughs> <laughs> no, no in between. You're gonna regret it. My rule for tattoos. This is you such a weird one. thing for the podcast. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I just got in this weird tangent. But it's not a terrible. Like it makes sense though. Yeah. Uh, and I guess my rule doesn't really work. I would. I guess I would wait a year after Game of Thrones was done. My rule is wait a year after wanting to get a tattoo to actually get it. Nice. But yeah. if I would have wanted it in the middle of Game of Thrones and gotten one after, I would have regretted it still. So I don't know. Maybe you need but to wait a year did. after that show's done. What, what tattoo would you get that's Game of Thrones? I wouldn't. My next tattoo, yeah, okay. if I get one, uh, is Gyarados. Which I think, again, yeah, I feel like cool. maybe Pokemon's safe enough. There's a, It's it's kind of eternal at this point in a yeah. little bit. But I don't know. It's just, it just scares me knowing that like all these creators are just turning out to be terrible people and I'm like what if my someone... thing with Gyarados oh. is like the meaning behind him for me would be it would it'd yes. be more important to me than like the creator that it's Pokemon anyways it's I, like I the, agree. I think that's a cool the concept of struggling to get to the top or uh, the yeah. help of your friends to get to the top yeah yeah I like that a lot no I think that's really cool but yeah. anyway that was a apologize for the weird tangent <laughs> no but, but you're right though <laughs> yeah it was a good good life advice yeah. Okay, I guess. As See, someone who doesn't have any tattoos yet. We can uh we can teach you through House of the Dragon, we could that's what this podcast is for. Uh give you good life advice on <laughs> getting tattoos <laughs> yeah. and things. Um 
You're welcome. We'll get to the TV news then. Um, I don't know where to start. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Twisted Metal is wrapped filming another show that we probably shouldn't be endorsing on the podcast i'm assuming i mean it's not out yet but um, yeah that is uh knowing twisted metal that is going to be <laughs> i'm surprised our... it's on peacock um it feels very it much was... like an hbo max type of show it was gonna be i think somebody else was gonna do it but then i think peacock picked it up it well, seems like a weird thing for peacock to pick up it uh, does i kind of hope that they'll turn it on its head and it's just a super serious drama don't think that's what it would be i hope it's i hope it's twisted metal i don't know it's gonna be very metal yeah um but there's no release dates or anything it's just that it's done it's wrapped filming so we'll probably get a trailer i would assume by november um or early early winter yeah uh, we'll see and then uh the other two pieces of news are umbrella academy news so two things are happening umbrella academy season four has been announced it will be the final season of umbrella academy fantastic fantastic show um also has that rated m for mature label so kind of keep that in mind um but it's quirky and it's weird if you want quirky and weird um gerard way he is the lead singer of michael romance he wrote the comic books for it Um, Mm -hmm. and it's very eclectic i think is the the best word to describe it yeah Honestly, I think this announcement is... I, I probably won't watch season three right away, but I think it's the push to get me to watch season three. I think season two... I watched it like crazy. I was like addicted, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a really good show. But then I think by the end of it, and you know, even when season three was like announced, I was like, well, the show's so weird. I, like, how much more do I have to care about this? How much longer? Because I can't commit that many brain cells to this. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> a lot of things going on. Yeah. So honestly, if they're gonna end it with season four, who knows? Maybe I'll even wait till season four is out and then just watch season three and four. I just like knowing that there's an end. You know, I, if it was yeah. just gonna keep going, and I don't going know if I actually going, mentioned then... that. It's the final season. You do. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad that it's it's one of those things of like it's an amazing show, um, but this last season felt like it needed to end soon. Um, yeah. There's just so much you could do, and they're kind of they've done it all kind of thing <clears throat> at this point it's weird there's so many times the world can end there's so many like right that can come there's so many you know it's a superhero show in the end technically mm-hmm. so yeah it i mean the basis of the show is that uh all these superhero kids are screw-ups and they make the end of the world happen and then they have to go and fix it <laughs> uh that's been every season so far i believe um i don't remember season one super well but uh and then season one. yeah yeah i uh i don't know I like it though. I'm not saying that's a bad show. It's just you can only do the same thing so many times. Uh, the other piece of news about Horizon Zero Dawn, and uh, what's exciting about this is the creator, and we're not Gerard Way, not the comic book creator, but the show creator, uh, mm-hmm. who is Steve Blackman. Uh, he will be making, he'll be working on the Horizon Zero Dawn Netflix show, which I think is pretty cool, um, which but is also kind of scary. <laughs> connection like that's so those are entirely different parts of like i have them compartmentalized in my brain just completely like they don't connect at all (laughs) you know like Like, i don't want horizon zero dawn to be zany i think what i love about that game and i need to play the new one um is that the idea is so like juvenile and out there like if you were to describe that game you're like you fight dinosaur robots robot dinosaurs um and, like, that sounds super silly, but the game, like, took itself so seriously. 
<laughs> and everything was yeah. so like well done within that and uh like i feel the opposite with this right creator and maybe black metal kind of maybe he'll be able to kind of ring that in uh and like make right. that happen and make it serious by taking a zany concept um we'll see i don't know robot dinosaurs i'd be curious to see what the show would be about yeah it's gonna be because i haven't finished uh forbidden west but it just seems like this show should not be about aloy okay that'd be cool we've already seen so much of aloy yeah and also i think it'd just be kind of weird to see her in person or in real (laughs) irl in you know i'm talking about live action my gosh you you start getting into halo levels of like what are they gonna do with this and I'm sure it'll just be the first game translated into a show because that's they should just I don't like that either but I feel like that's what they always do so yep that's not my choice my choice would be well it should be (laughs) (laughs) like the dude and the DLC you should be the one making the decisions I should I should (laughs) (laughs) like why aren't you hired right now I could, if I just had to make ideas, I can't even, it's not even an idea. I need them to give me an idea, and then I need to tell them how to fix the idea. If that was my job, I could <laughs> I could do really well. People get hired for that. The only problem is really, really, really uh, famous, and people who have been doing this thing for a long time hire people, and they usually hire, like, mm-hmm. friends and yeah. people they know. But I don't know, maybe you can make it a critical. I would. Yeah, I would definitely tell people be what the, doing a wrong. professional devil's advocate or something. <laughs> yes, I'm like I this sounds that. cool, but imagine having that job title. <laughs> yeah. Professional devil's advocate. Like oh I want gosh. DC to hire me. That would be the tell DC everything they're doing I... wrong. <laughs> yeah, we could use the help. Yeah, no joke. Uh, <laughs> all right, that is. Uh, that's the show. Are you kicking out about anything else this week, guys? I am. Uh, oh, yeah. Only because only because I have had it on repeat all weekend. I heard it once. But um, so you gotta DJ explain what's Khaled, going on here. I was surprised. Okay, so, so so DJ Khaled released this album called God Did, and it's more of a thing. Like I haven't listened to the whole album now. The most of the album is not worth listening to. Because it's a very the whole the album itself is a very secular way of looking at God because the whole theme of the main song is no um, nobody believed in us but God did and I'm like yes but God isn't necessarily the reason that you're rich and famous and and you have all these things okay. but what Makes what sense. Eminem what Eminem did this is what I'm getting to is which I feel like Kanye is it's a, it's it's a lot for show for Kanye now because Kanye put out that album a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it seems for show, just for show for him these days. At least in my opinion. Like I was hoping, hey, cool, maybe his songs changed some lives. Maybe they did have an impact. Awesome. But the dude is just—he's just for show right now. But what Eminem did on this, so he did a, actually. Dr. Dre produced the remix to use this gospel, and Eminem went on there and dropped this whole verse and basically professed his beliefs and his faith and his faith in literally saying like. Name, naming Jesus as his savior and his shepherd and things like that and a lot of the discussion that people are having like oh is it real or is it this and that and I'm just like I feel like people like you know this doesn't mean he's Christian which it doesn't it really does not mean he's a Christian I you know from having listened to his music for a while I know he is a believer 
of some kind because he's had other songs where he's mentioned that you know he gives credit to God for his sobriety and him being alive. He did a song with Yellow Wolf that's called Best Friend, which is a very secular way to look at God. Basically saying, like, oh, well, if you mess with me, you know, like, you'll have to meet my best friend. You know, like, <laughs> um, hmm. but in this this verse he drops is just, like, straight up, like, it sounds like a verse you would hear out of a Christian hip-hop song. Like, straight mm-hmm. up. Um, but, you know, and he talks about, like, so his whole thing ever since recovery has been, like, actually, even before that, his whole thing has been Slim Shady versus Marshall Mathers. He knows he has this other side of him that, like, gives into you know, things and temptations and sin and stuff. But this, this verse, he just like laid it out and I'm just like, Ooh, that's awesome. Like, it was just one of those things. Like it was so powerful because it's not the kind of verse or the kind of music is kind of things you hear somebody like him say very often. Um, with mm-hmm. Kanye, it was more like, okay, all right, where are you going with this? But with, with Eminem, I feel like I've heard nuggets and tidbits of his beliefs in his past songs that I'm like, I could see that because he's rapping on this verse does not make him like, Oh, he's going to be a Christian rapper now. Nobody's saying that. Like they were saying with Kanye, like I'm not saying that, but it's just really cool to have this artist who has struggled with, you know, he's literally rapped about like facing his demons and battling his demons and and thanking God for for the fact that he's still alive. And for him to just go and do this is like, bro, like he's, he gets it. Like, I feel like he gets it. But that doesn't mean he's necessarily going to, you know, what, it's not, he's not going to be what our version of a believer is or our version of what Christianity is. Mm-hmm. Um, but just that verse, it was just like, it's just powerful for him to like literally profess such a thing on this album that like people are going to listen to the rest of the album and go, yeah, like that's my jam, you know, but I'm like, no, this is, this stands out to me like out of the whole album because like this is this is the true I feel like this is the true meaning of what the album is supposed to be like you know like the dude relapsed the dude like nearly overdosed you know but was alive you know thanks to you know like you know just his recovery and coming out of it and stuff like that which also saved my life like I've said this on Facebook but before I found Christ that album literally saved my life and gave me the motivation to get sober so I'm hoping somebody hears this song and gets the same thoughts about you know faith and beliefs in jesus to be like yo that guy believes i will too you know like yeah yeah so yeah i, I just were, think people are looking good uh two thoughts that i had one uh mm-hmm. you were like we need we can't like say whether or not he's a christian i love c.s lewis's yeah. uh quote i think it's in mere christianity and he goes uh-huh. and he goes we don't know anyone's heart and he was like so we can't say whether or not someone is a christian or not but yeah he was like you can be a good gentleman or a bad gentleman. Some people are just bad at being Christians, <laughs> but saying that they yeah. can still be Christian, um, mm-hmm. like we saying that we have no right to say that you're not a Christian. Um, yeah, we can say you're just really bad at being Christian. Um, yeah, and so and, and it's yeah, like I mean, I, I've even gotten to the point where I stopped using the word Christian. I'd rather use believer because yeah, to me, um, more than like what Christianity has kind of. And then I looked at the article to make sure that I wasn't misquoting this, but KJ five two. Um, some people may know that, especially if you went to Sunday school. Um, mm. He's a Christian rapper. He hasn't really done much lately. Um, but he had a yeah. song called Dear Slim, which was kind of in the uh, notes of Eminem's uh, Dear Stan. Um, yeah. Which is a really dark song. Dear Slim yep. is basically a oh, song yeah. of KJ52 yeah. because he's a white rapper. And everyone yeah. compared the two, which I don't really see the connection. 
Um, well, NF now, like yeah. There are a few songs Cage of Fat Tunes that had that quirkiness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but he wrote the song basically to uh, to Slim, uh, Eminem about uh, just you preaching the gospel to him basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a song uh, that Eminem wrote in 2009 called "Be Careful What You Wish For," and in the verse he says, uh, "I'm trying to read the article so I don't miss miss say it." Um, basically, that he had a fan that was praying for him. And so at the end of it, he goes, I don't need you praying for me. Um, I already have God on my side. And so that was yes. in 2009. So yes. we've been through and, quite a journey. And, and that's what I said. There's There's been nuggets, you know? And I'm just like, you know... So it's just one of those things where I'm not questioning... I'm not questioning his belief because I feel like that part is genuine. He, yeah. And it's, it's surely he's not a practicing Christian like, you know, people would want him to be. And I mm-hmm. think that's okay, too. Yeah, I just in my think opinion. I... I just think I get annoyed every time some famous person professes faith in some way. Yeah. And immediately so many Christians are like, oh, well, they're not like a real Christian. Blah, blah, blah. Same thing happened with Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's like you're literally just judging him or which, her. You're judging which, this person, which, which is exactly what we were told not to yeah. do. And like, yeah, yes. exactly what we're saying, Cody. It's like, we don't know. We were just in Romans a month ago that talks about that, you know? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, why yeah. can't we like... I don't know. For me, it's almost like a. I just think it's all kind of good and like, but also it's none yeah. of my business kind of thing. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, if this person's professing faith, that's really awesome. I don't know their walk, I don't know their heart, I don't know their path, but mm-hmm. if God's having a positive impact on this person enough to profess faith, that's really awesome. For him, yeah, so, and that's where I'm at. Like for him to have such a ver- to to spit out such a verse like that, I'm just like, there's no way you can spit out a verse like that and not, you know, like. Mm-hmm. But I but I guess that's also. You know, there are pastors and preachers out there that have done some really heinous things as well and still get on right. the pulpit every Sunday, too. So right. it's just one of those things. Where it's just like, I, I don't like, know, like but Frank I, Rochelle said, comparison, comparison is evil because there's one or yep. two things. Either it makes you feel lesser, which is not what yep. God wants for you, or it yep. feels, makes you feel like you're better than. Yeah. And yep. that's not what God wants for you. Yep. And I think that's it's a, just, like we could just acknowledge it as a thing. That's all yeah. we can do. We yeah. just acknowledge it as a yeah. thing and yep. be like, "Ha this could yep. be good." But yep, and and I guess that's where I'm at. I'm like just following the journey of this artist that I've followed since for a long time. I'm just like, feels like a win for me, and I genuinely believe yeah. that it's Definitely. real. Yeah, really, it's cool for me. Really like that for you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to drag it on that long, but I feel no, like it was good. a very big. It's a very big topic right now, at least for absolutely. You know that crosses the two worlds. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Anyway, so we talk about here. <laughs> yeah. Here on the podcast, here at Geeks and Grace. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah. And we don't have a music category, so I'm like, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> mention this. Then that's cool. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we we'll, we will end the podcast right then. Uh, LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LJ the Paladin and streaming on our Twitch channel on Friday nights, twitch.tv slash Grace. Cool. And you can find me, uh, nope, you can find Shelly. Shelly in places. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Don't be alarmed. I've changed my profile picture to Casey Jones. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. I changed my, my smash tag to uh, Goongula Cowabunga. I finally did that too. So Nice. <laughs> <laughs> And you can find me out on Instagram at Cody Armour. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. Peace. Google us.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.